The reviews are in. It's the best thing I have ever tasted in my life. This is the best thing that's happened in my life, even better than my wedding. That's what everyone has to say about Man Cave Light, the official beer of the Dan Casper Show and the Man Cave Podcast. Try it for yourself, and you will know exactly why people say it's like sipping a little bit of heaven. Man Cave Light is available on tap at the bar in High V. You can also grab a crawler or six and take some Man Cave Light home with you. So go try your new favorite beer, Man Cave Light, today, and you will know exactly why one reviewer said, I cry tears of joy every time i have one family owned and operated toys and ford is proud to serve the drivers of the chippewa valley with some of the most popular vehicles around wisconsin and the country they're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand new vehicles to choose from as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover suv and trucks plus with their expert finance service and parts centers in-house they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs visit them today at 1000 chippewa crossing boulevard in chippewa falls hello friends you've now entered the man cave podcast unplugged and unfiltered this is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports but sometimes we mix in some other items like is bigfoot real who is the best batman you're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place dan casper so welcome to the man cave and stick around for a while you're gonna like it here What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by our good friends from Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee. It is Friday, which means it's another edition of Top 5. But also, Brandon, it's special because this is the 200th episode, according to the websites that we upload this to. This is the 200th episode. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, I don't know if it means anything, uh, but I thought it was kind of cool that we're doing this Top 5 on a episode 200 so hopefully we can uh plan out and have a top five on episode 500 hopefully we're around for that or top five on number 255 maybe is more likely (laughs) five 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 three fives top five at triple five anyways uh so this one this is the one i it's i don't know the proper word to or proper phrase to kind of call our top five maybe top five most unpopular opinions that you share that that, you have that 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 you have yeah yep uh, I'll give you a little bit of a hint. I th- I was the one who thought of this. Okay. And on, so it's because, bad. yeah, I, you can blame me for this one. And it's because I was in my truck listening to the radio and a certain song came on. So you might know one of mine is musically related okay. Okay. Uh, on there. Uh, but I'm like, okay, I know I'm in the minority on this, but I'm like, hey, yeah, what's, what's, what's our top five? And like the example I texted you, I don't know if it's on your list, you know, because we've talked about it on the, on the radio program before, like, bone in bone out some people are like dead set that boneless or chicken nuggets are not wings which okay they're chicken nuggets and whatever you want to call them but people are like no no, no. you know they, they you know it they're they get animated oh yeah something like that so like what are the top five you know opinions or thoughts or is that the best way to describe I guess. this yeah just like yeah Top, yeah, uh, okay. that's. I mean, that's the approach I kind of took with it. That okay. you that you share. Like, and th- these are not things I'm just saying just to say them. These are things I believe. Right. Yeah. Um. So, without further ado, should we just jump into it? Let's jump into it. <laughs> oh, this is our. 
gonna self-deprecate like, ourselves here a little but bit. But this is so. also one of those that, like, you know, if you listen to our last few top fives, we've had a fair amount that have been similar. Yeah. I don't know. Like, this one is such a wide envelope that I'm not sure we can. I agree. So we I may agree. be, you know, one of us might be in left field, one of us might be in right field. Like, it's going to be all over the place. But and Maybe we might go a little different directions on some of these, too. We so, might. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll let you go first, though. Number five, and I, I teased this a little bit on the on the radio program this morning. Program. That program, <laughs> that this is one that I think the state of Wisconsin might not be happy with me about, but I and believe this is it. your number five. This is number five. Okay, this is number five. So I believe it, but it's not like I would, you know, get into a get into a sword fight with you over it. Okay, and that is good, but not great. I think Culver's is a little bit too much talked up by people. Like I like Culver's. Ooh. But it's not like I'm going there all the like every chance I get. Right. So like it's good. Like yeah. you know, it's it's better than you know many other you know potential fast food options you're gonna find. But it's not like it's a destination. Like oh, we're going by a Culver's. We have to go there. Well, any sponsorship from Culver's just got ruined now. At least you. from me. <laughs> you're gonna be in here eating butter burgers. Going, I'm sorry, Brent. I'm not sharing with you. You probably didn't make a fan in Giannis now either, too. So uh, yeah, you know. I realize that burns. I may be burning some bridge with that comment, but like. Right. I feel like that's in the interest of what this is about, right? Like yeah. a lot of people love Culver's. No, a lot of people yep. I know love Culver's, swear by Culver's. Like I like Culver's. I'm never, you know, if we're going there, hey, I'm 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 fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm not treating it like it's the best thing out there. Right. All right. So my fifth one's kind of food related too, actually. Okay. Um, but this kind of relates to to the wing thing here. But ranch is one hundred percent better than blue cheese. Hmm. Ranch is 100% better than blue cheese because blue cheese has so many different variations. I'm not saying like all blue cheese is bad, but most blue cheese is bad. Once in a while, I'll have a good blue cheese, but anybody who puts blue cheese on your wings are just, I don't know what you're doing. Ranch is the perfect condiment for wings, burgers, sandwiches, and pizza, and that. (laughs) Salads on there too. So whenever we get in these wing debates... It seems like the majority are blue cheese, and people have a problem with ranch now. All of a sudden, no, ranch is the number one condiment. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Ranch is number one. Blue cheese, no, thank you. Mm. Throwing that in there. All right. I don't remember if you are a ranch or a blue cheese guy. I'm a, I'm a ranch. You are. A ranch? I'm a ranch. Yeah. But I I, 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 I know people cheese. that are staunch. Yeah, I you know, can't blue stand cheese, blue cheese. Blue cheese defenders. I can't stand blue it. cheese enablers. Yeah, I just I I can't stand it. So, all right. Number four. Number four, and I don't know if this is necessarily going to be an unpopular opinion but amongst you or me, but I know it is for many other people. I like Joe Buck. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> because, like, and the I, I bring this example up, but for me it's the perfect example of the Joe Buck effect, where when he was calling, when he was working for Fox and he would be calling, say, a Packer-Viking game. I could go to my Twitter timeline and see both Packer fans and Vikings fans complaining about Joe Buck, claiming that he was biased, not in favor of their team. They could hear, he could say something basic, and you know, a Packer fan would say, well, he just hates the Packers. And I would see a Viking fan saying, oh, he just loves the Packers. Like, and I I just, no, I like Joe Buck. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a little bummed he's not calling baseball anymore because I preferred him baseball to football. Right. Because, you know, Growing, you know, for me, like, you know, later 90s into the 2000s, like, you know, hearing him call the World Series. Mm-hmm. But I like Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have no problem with Joe Buck. I, You know what? It's not on my list, but I would agree with you. I thought uh, I said, I thought we were of the same mind there, but I know that there's many people out oh, there that aren't. Oh, yeah. It's like, I, I mean, mean. Some of my best friends absolutely hate Joe Buck. It's, I, I hate, I agree. Like, 
you could go on social media and you'd see everybody just, you know, your friends or something like that post on oh, there yeah. for whatever reason. They just think he's like awful. And I'm like, obviously he's not if he's like a number one announcing crew. I mean, just take away the fandom for a little bit. And that's that's part that's part of it. You know, and, and this is where I'll give him credit too. He knows it. He yeah, has at some, fun yeah, with at, it. At some yeah. point he's just kind of leaned into it and yep. I like that. Like yeah. you know, being self aware. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't shy away from it. And I, he, I also think that you know, it probably helped seeing his work on Brockmire. Yes. Did you get to? I have not. I finished the show now, which if you haven't, you know, I I, I started watching the the show at, at the uh, behest of many, many people I know that said, you got to watch this. But now I do. Dan has recommended the podcast, yes. which I will. Yes. You got to check now, out the I podcast. Wanted to, I wanted to watch the full show first. Mm-hmm. All right. My number four one's another food-related condiment because I think it gets a bad rap. Ketchup and mayo are fine on burgers and sandwiches. Yeah, I'm, I'm. But there's people like you cannot put ketchup on a brat. You can't put ketchup on a hot dog. Hmm. Like people have this thing against ketchup, and then the whole mayo debate. You can't we put mayo on a on a burger? That's disgusting. You know, I'm like, I don't know where this has come up from. And maybe the mayo part for me is because I was allergic to eggs for about half my life, so I couldn't have ranch. I couldn't have mayonnaise. I couldn't have homemade cakes. I couldn't have homemade cookies. So now I devour all that crap to make up for it. Like, I'll put mayo on everything. How does someone stop being allergic? You can outgrow it. Oh, really? Yeah, you can actually outgrow it. Uh, The one I haven't outgrown is peanut butter. So I haven't. Yeah, I've never, I've had it. Is it it peanut butter or peanuts? Both. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but I can have the peanut shells. Like the shells. Interesting. Yeah, but so, yeah, I, I outgrew the eggs one. Like, Hmm. I couldn't have in, like as a kid. Imagine not having a cake for your birthday, or homemade cookies. I could eat store bought cookies, but not homemade ones, hmm. like the Chips Ahoy and the Oreos and all. Yeah, so that was my childhood. Like when kids would bring in cookies for their birthday, I couldn't have any. You know, so maybe that's just me playing catch up from all those. Maybe years. like that catch up, catch up. I was gonna say. Uh, but yeah, there's this debate like, oh, you 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 ruin a brat when you put ketchup on it, or. Or you ruin a burger when you put mayo or something like that, or you know, no, slop they're, it they're up. Fine. Slop Make it up. It, the sloppier, the better. You're darn in my right. Opinion. I don't want to drive probably. burger. I'm gonna choke on. Right. And you know what? I'll yeah, I'll put ketchup and mustard on a brat or a hot dog. If that's there, I'm putting. A, I'll put both on a burger. Put a little whipping of mayo on there too. Why not? Yeah. But it's like this whole like the whole mayo debate too is like gone off the rails, a little bit. But I don't know. But okay, those are I think those are the only food ones I have. Yeah, I have and actually, yeah, I have the my my Culver's one is the only food one I have. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, because I I tried to like expand on this because obviously this is not just sports related. Right. Yep. But exactly. Um, I suppose number three for me. Yep. And now we're getting to the ones that I'm like, okay, I feel pretty strongly about this, and I do for this one. Cats are better than dogs. Oh. See, I used to be that way, but not anymore. And maybe it's because and the it's, cat we have now pisses me off. And I like dogs. Like, there's only thing I'm a dog hater. I like dogs, but to me, the prospect of having a cat and actually getting a cat to the point where it totally trusts you, there's a lot, that's a lot more rewarding than a dog that three seconds after you meet it's gonna love you. <laughs> that's the way to break it down that way. Man like, and, alive. I, and, I, and and part of it is like growing up, I always had more cats than dogs. Mm-hmm. Same here. But I no, I just. To me, cats. I love the fact that cats can be just pricks. That you can just you can just be nice to a cat, and then one day it's, it's just going to bite you. I like that. 
And the like the best example I have for this is um, when I was a senior in high school, my dad got me a cat, which kind of interesting timing, but yeah. he's just like, this is like, because we always had cat, you know pets for the family. He's like, this is your cat. You know, you can take, you know, your cat, do as you please. And it just lived with us. And it was a, it was a black cat. I named him Fred after a, um, he was named after a, I, at, at the time I worked at the grocery store in Thorpe and we had a customer that came and he was this older gentleman named Fred that everybody loved. And he was a Vikings fan. So him and I would talk about the Vikings all the time. Okay. So he was, I just named him Fred and he grew to be massive. I'll show you when we're done here, a picture of him on my phone, like, like with the retro or having him like next to my hand. Like, you got big he, hands, dude. Holy I, and I have big hands and he wow. is, and it, and my, I mean, my hands are about the same size as they were. Maybe that that's thing. why you picked the hand size in the combine bench start cut. I so. guess, but and he was he was the type of cat that he was you know, he was a long haired black all black cat. We would let him out. He would disappear for like a day. We had neighbors that lived like a half mile down the road. They would see him walking through their backwoods. Jeez. And he would come back like he would he would kill birds, leave them on the back of porch. <laughs> let him know he would come back. He would take a dump. He'd eat some food, and either he'd want to go outside. We'd catch him up on the roof. Oh my god! Or he would, and but he was also the kind of cat that would just come and just plop on your chest and and veg out. See, and, that's a cool cat. Yeah, he would, and that and but like, and he would also be the kind of cat that like, if he would bite me, like if I'd be playing with him, he'd bite me. I'd bite him back. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and then he would he would kind of give you that look of like. What was that? <laughs> Brandon biting a cat. I, bet, I, I would, I would bite my cat Fred if he bit me. That's how you learn. See, I that was the same way. Like we had cats instead of dogs. Um, but then you know I got married and and my wife's a big dog person. Now I love dogs. I absolutely love dogs. And we have a cat. And maybe this is probably ruining it for me. But this cat, like it, it it's it's technically my cat because she like gravitates more towards me. But she pisses over everything. Not mm. just a litter box. It pisses over mm. everything. And that can be that's yeah that can be the one thing like that, a thing that it, it's it, a behavioral it, thing too and it just oh I just want it's it would either be pee or like uh you know some people like fur right you know, like if they shed or you know yep. stuff like that you know it can be it can be annoying to get yep. cat you know to have cat fur and stuff yeah. so I get that but just as far as just like you know temperament and like building a bond to me cat all right breaking down cats versus dogs on yep. here I like that. All right, so my third one. Now I feel like, yeah, like you said, we're yeah, really the, getting the, into These the, last three are all three things that I feel pretty passionate about. Um, so number three, I actually had to set two, but I'm going to switch it because I think number two is going to be a little bit more, makes me look a little bit more, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but I'll say three, no big surprise. Anybody who doesn't believe Bigfoot is real, you are absolutely wrong. You are absolutely wrong. There's there's one of these on my final two that's like, if you know me, once I say it, you're going to say, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but I then mean, this is obviously one for you. Right. I mean, there's too much evidence, and I get it. I, I don't think every report of Bigfoot out there is real. I don't think every photo, I don't think every video is of Bigfoot. But there's just too much. And anybody who says, well, there isn't a body found, so how can you say that? I have hunted... And I, I just, I'm just going to use this example. But I, I have hunted for since I was 12, so over 20 years. I haven't found a dead bear's body in all the times I've been in the woods. I haven't found, you know, all this stuff. I know that's happened. Uh, yeah, obviously not every bear that dies is because they've gotten shot. Right. So I, I know things die and you don't find the body necessarily in the woods all the time, right? So 
I don't like that argument that nobody's throwing a dead body. I mean, you know, for where these sightings are, it's kind of hard to get to. You know, and everybody's going to be looking for a dead body all the time, too. There is a Bigfoot. There, there is Bigfoot out there. Big feet, Bigfoot. There's just too much evidence, I think, otherwise. Again, I don't think everything is is real. Some of the videos, some of the photos, and th- those, I think, can be explained by bears walking on two feet or something. But there is something out there. Anybody who discredits it is just you, you got to have more of an open mind. To qu- to quote Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, anyone who does who discredits that is an idiot and a savage. <laughs> oh, I wasn't that, that that aggressive, but I'll go with that. Oh, I can't wait to. You're nodding quite a bit, so I can't wait to see what you're what you're kind of alluding to for yours now. Yep. So that there. was my three. What's your number two? My number two, and again, this is for me. This is the one. If you know me, this one makes perfect sense. But I feel like it is a it is an opinion that's going to be in the minority of people, especially in the state. And that is the experience at a baseball game is better than football game. Ooh, okay. If now, I, how is that going to change though with the rules that we? Were, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. That was something I thought of when you were talking about during the show. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I have the choice, and I mean, this isn't a matter of I mean. Of like, well, you're just saying that because you don't like the Packers. Like, no, that I, if you gave me the choice of like, you can go to you can go to a Brewer game, you can go to a Viking game, and like everything that goes with it, you know, the opportunity to, to tailgate is a big thing, and obviously you can in Green Bay, mm-hmm. but it's limited. Right. Basically, any Brewer game, the parking lot's a big party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can, and do, it's easy to tailgate. There. It's it's easy. Like it's just, you, it's so simple, but yet like, and then in the game, like it's just. I prefer the more laid back atmosphere, and again, that's the big part. We'll see how this is this year, mm-hmm. but I like the fact that it's 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 more it's more casual. It's mm-hmm. not, except if you're like a playoff game, obviously, but it's not as intense, right? You know, that's I I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a little easier, I would say, to get out of there once you're done. You know, and look, not all experiences are like that. I get it, but mm-hmm. even going to games at like you know Target Field, you know, I I like the just everything around it. Like right. I don't know, just for me, like. The whole ambiance, everything that goes into it, give me baseball over football. All right, I can, you know, I'm not going to argue too much on that. I, I yeah, I, I that's where we were kind of talking a little bit on here. Like, I'm curious to see like if that kind of changes with Correct. the quicker pace of yep. play, sort of thing. Does it make it more intense or, or something like that? But I do feel like. I don't know, like the the tailgating before a baseball game, I feel like is a different feel before a football game. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know if that's really anything, and maybe honestly, it could be something as simple as the weather's nicer. <laughs> you know, that's could what be. you know that sort could of be. thing. Like, I don't know. It, maybe there's nothing there, but yeah, I I can't argue with you too much. We were doing uh, the other day since the NFLPA did uh, report cards. I switched it and did it for a fan report card for every team, your favorite team. So like stadiums, restrooms, concessions, and and all that sort of stuff. What kind of grade would you give Amfam Field? The stadium, just the stadium. I'm, parking lot is a separate one. I would say good, but not great. Like, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna give it A's across the board. But mm-hmm. I mean, the food. I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll get a broad or something every once in a while. But generally, I'm not eating too much there. Yeah. I will say, I, I had their their fish fry at the restaurant there. Yeah. And it was good. Like, yeah. it, I would put it up there with some of the best fish fries I've had. Wow. Okay. Which was a little surprising. Yeah. Um. I know. I gave the parking and tailgating an A. Yeah. Because when I when I factor in parking too, it's like easy in, easy out. And yeah, I feel even like, and, and like with the with the, ex, the expectation that when you leave a game, like you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Yeah, you're not gonna go and just 
could walk out to the game or right. car after the game and just walk leave right. it away. I just like too. It's like in one spot, whereas in Green Bay, you might be parking in someone's streets, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's a different. It's different. And yeah. look, and look, you're and you're, you're not cra- walking as far. Look, you're cramming twice as many people into Lambeau than you are right. American Family Field, so that's also different too. Like right. the you know the, you're not making parking for eighty thousand people versus forty thousand. Mm-hmm. What would, I know you've been in the Pfizer. Would you give that one an A? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. I, I like it. I like. I mean, and look, it's not a big surprise. That's the newest of the bunch, even though right. there have been a lot of remodel like Green and Lambeau. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Pfizer, if I would, like mm-hmm. just, you know, the wide concourses, yep. you know, every, the, you know, good seats, that kind of stuff. Like, no, I I would grade that pretty highly. Uh, all right, my number two. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> well, I'll just throw it out there. Um, it gets a bad rap, and it's more towards, like, guys it gets a bad rap. I love shopping. <laughs> I, you know what? Mall of America. I don't mind it. I'll go there. I enjoy it. I enjoy a little Christmas shopping. You're gonna spend 45 it. minutes at Lids. <laughs> yeah, I need to get up to 100 hats. I, I get you, to that's quite points. the collection. Well, and the thing is, those are just my go-to's, Brandon. So I got more, but the the go-to's are the ones I wear. The other ones I just kind of hold on on for whatever. But. I need another one. I need a couple more. I just, I'm not satisfied. But no, I feel like it's like, you know, you always, all the time you hear guys like, I hate shopping or I hate doing this. And I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. I don't know why, but when I have to go Christmas shopping with the wife, I enjoy it. I enjoy going to the Mall of America. I enjoy going to the Oakwood Mall here, bookstore, whatever. Sometimes, yeah, I don't want to do it every day. Yeah. Sometimes people annoy me because it's so packed. But for the most part, yeah, I I enjoy a nice little shopping trip once in a while. Maybe I got to get a little hat or something like that. So it gets a negative knock on the guy's part. I think it's fine. It's fine to do a little shopping once in a while. Hit out the outlet malls and the Dells too, or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Had to go. Okay, yeah, I know no, I'm that's gonna a good get one. on that one. I don't know if this is gonna top my number one though. So here we go. Number. I think your your number one is gonna be better than mine because my my number one is one that. The more I thought, this one actually moved up my list, because the more I thought about this, the stronger I felt about it, and this is sports related, and this is who I believe is the most underrated sports coach of all time. Ooh, okay. Someone who has won championships in two different sports. Oh, I know where you're going now. I think you do, and uh, but someone that I don't think gets enough play in his primary sport. People think about him for just how good he was. Yep. And that is, to me, the most underrated coach in any sport is Joe Gibbs. Yep. When you factor in, he won three Super Bowls. Different quarterbacks. With three different quarterbacks. And then left and formed a NASCAR team. Won five cup championships with three different drivers there. Still has that going. Came back to the NFL in a different time when the game was much different and was still successful. Yeah. Got to the... Took wash had was a consistent winner with Washington under Dan Snyder under Dan Snyder, <laughs> like there's just certain people that know how to be a boss that know how to run things that know how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Joe Gibbs is at the front of that list. Yeah, and I th- I don't think we talk enough about just how I mean even just looking at just football. You know if if you're you know say you don't care about NASCAR you don't think it's a sport whatever okay take that out of the equation he won three Super Bowls. Yeah, in three different with three, three different, different quarterbacks, three That's different ways. Thing. Yep, and you know, think about that. I mean, we talked about like you know after Andy Reid won his second, like oh he's got to be up there as you know one of the top. Joe Gibbs got like yep. no, not enough. For, I just don't think enough people talk about how good 
Joe Gibbs at is at when it comes to leading and being a coach. I, I hey, I agree with you, and yeah, he gets overlooked quite a bit when you come out. I mean, the first ones out are Lombardi, it's Belichick, it's Walsh, it's Paul Brown, Landry. Landry, you know, and then Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll, exactly. But he, should, I think Joe, I think Joe Gibbs should be in that, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of those guys. I'd agree. I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah, mine's a little different. I, I, I normally I'm the one that goes kind of off off the rails a little bit. I appreciate that it's you this time. This one is I'm really going to probably get burned by a lot of people. Okay. But this was the inspiration for this top five too. I don't know if I'll get burned by you, but I know I'm gonna get burned by a lot of people. So the inspiration was I was in my truck driving home from work and a song came on the radio. And it's I'm just gonna say it. Nickelback is good. <laughs> Nickelback's good. I'm sorry. I, I when a, when a Nickelback song's on, I don't turn the channel. I'm listening to it. If I, it's photograph, if it's the if it's Chad Kruger Krieger from the hero the hero song from Spider Man, uh, if it's far away, I don't care. If it's a Nickelback song, I'm not changing the channel. I kind of dig it. I know. I'm weak. I'm gonna get made fun of. I will say whatever their one of their albums like was kind of weird. The latest ones, I get that. I'm talking like the early 2000s, you know that sort of stuff. When they're on, I ain't turning the channel. We'll just say that. Nickelback's good. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Crabtree and 90% of the population out there. I can see how this would be the thing to spark this this topic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It makes sense now because I, I didn't know if this was something you brought up, if this was something you know one of our listeners brought up. But okay, no, I, I get it now. Yeah, it's um, you know, rock star, how you remind me. You know, I just when it's uh, I, yeah, it, it, and I know I've asked the question like, why do people hate Nickelback? Because when I've asked that, I wanted to know why uh, so lot, I could uh, hate them too, but I can't. A lot of people don't have. They're just like, oh, they suck. It's like, well, that's not a very good reason. Right, because what was it when they did the uh, – was it the Thanksgiving at the Cowboys uh, game? And it was like they were getting booed, or was it the Lions one? I can't remember. I don't remember. I just remember uh, – and this was obviously a while ago, but I remember Creed when they did theirs. That one I Because I think remember. they got replayed a lot this last Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, the song that I'm thinking of was like – it was kind of weird. It was When We Stand Together. Yeah, you know, it was like 2011. I'm looking at some of their songs right now, but like, uh, yeah, someday, some I'm gonna make it all right, but not right now. Come on, they're catchy tunes. They're not my favorite band. It's Foo Fighters for anybody wondering, but yeah. See, I will say my wife's a Nickelback fan though too. But I mean, come on, they're not that bad, right? They're catchy tunes. If they're lazy in their lyrics, it's okay. They're lazy in their lyrics. Isn't music, though, like some of the, the new stuff? I don't know your genre, Brandon. But, like, I was thinking about songs from, like, the – like, I was watching an old baseball clip and, you know, the, the, the song that I was playing in the background. You know, thinking about, like, that and then thinking, like, Sinatra and all that. And then you hear some of the stuff today and it's like, what the hell? Like what? Like what would people think about some of the songs today? 
in life, I, and especially as I've gotten a little older, I try not to be the back in my day guy because there's certain things that are better now than mm-hmm. they were when we were younger. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I try not to be that person, but I don't listen to a lot of new music, so it's one of those things that I really can't comment on yeah. too much. I don't. I if somebody told me somebody's name, like the whole Kentucky horse thing, like is this a horse or a wrestler's name? You know that thing when it's a Kentucky Derby. You know, no. the horse's name and the oh, wrestler. You know that game? If yeah. somebody did that to me with a music, musician, I'd suck at it. I don't know musicians' names. I don't know song names. And That's why Shazam is the greatest app in the world. Well, one of the, like, going off of that, um, this year, and it kind of ties in wrestling and music, this year at the Royal Rumble, um, one of the big events WWE puts on every year, they actually had a mid-show like mini concert, and it was Hardy. Oh, okay, yeah. Who I had never heard of. Yeah. My fam- my familiarity with Hardy was Matt and Jeff Hardy, who were wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Like that was that. I'm like, I thought you were gonna say the Hardy Boys. <laughs> that that was their name when they wrestled. But well, like, the book. Yeah, but yeah. the book. But I'm just like Hardy. Like who's that? And like, it was it was a performance that I mean, wrestling fans didn't really like it. But mm-hmm. I don't know how much crossover there is. So it was just like I'm just not very familiar with newer music and in general with. Music or many other things in life. If I don't know a lot about something, usually I don't talk about it too much. Yeah, yep. That's like I don't. I just listen to a tune. Yeah. Like I, I don't care who they are if it's a catchy tune it's to catchy, me. Catchy, catchy. I'm sorry. It is. It is to me. So that's why my go-to karaoke when I used to do karaoke for fun after softball tournaments was like Backstreet Boys or one of my walkout songs at a tournament was "Call Me Maybe." Nice. <laughs> nice. You know, stupid songs like that. But I they're remember- catchy. Uh, singing, I forget it was Backstreet Boys. I forget the song, but it was either Backstreet Boys or In Sync. Um, 2010, I'm at a we were at a friend's wedding in Stevens Point, and afterwards we're out and about, and we actually by chance met some friends that were coming back from the Brewer game that night, and they happened to stop at this bar in Stevens Point, and we were there. Oh, nice! Like completely unrelated. We end up at Polito's. Oh boy, I've been there. Yeah. Um, at like two in the morning, nobody's sober. <laughs> and we're we're we get the whole place singing. I forget the name of the song. Is it Bye Bye Bye? No. Oh, I think it was I want it that way. That's my uh karaoke backstreet boy song. There we yeah. go. Yep. And no, and that's like I think it's like that's one of those things with, you know, when you were younger, like you know, I I think I was probably of the mind of like, oh, in singing backstreet boys, that sucks. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, screw it. That's on the radio. I'm listening. Yep. I'm singing. Yeah. You, and you know the words. You know Don't the words. Don't lie. You know the words. The the one song that I will, like, air jam to. God, we're just really embarrassing ourselves now. Uh, what is it? Uh, if I... Oh, what is it? It's the girl with the piano. Not Sarah McLaughlin. 5,000 Miles or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, um, yes. Um, Brett Phillips used it as his walk-up music. Did for, he really? Yes, for a short period of time, he used it as... Yeah, um, a Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. That's it, yes. yes. Yeah. And full It's disc- like the air piano. Yes. Making yeah. my way downtown. Yeah. And, well, since you disclosed it, I will disclose a few of my karaoke songs from the day. There's one I wish I could have done if I could say that really quick. Yes, go for it. The Rocky Four soundtrack, No Easy Way Out. There's no easy way I out. wish I could have just jammed on a stage. I won't do it now because I'm too old, but, you know, I could do that one. Oh, That'd be God, good that one. would be a good. I and uh, before the internet, it was well, it was the internet, but before they had like lyrics on there. My English class, we had to take a song, and like talk about like it was like some sort of English assignment, 
for the lyrics, but that was before like you could Google like the full lyrics. So I had to find a song that I could listen to and like type out the lyrics. It was that one. Everybody else like did Ring of Fire, and I'm like, why didn't I do that? I did. Rocky Wasn't it 4. da da da? <laughs> great '90s song yeah. or Blue by Blue by Eiffel 65? That was yeah. actually the other one I was gonna bring up. <laughs> oh yeah, I li- that one's a good jam too. I mm-hmm. I like them. I think a good one for this would be your top five favorite one-hit wonder songs. That's a good one. I think we might have to do that. Yep. Because, uh, you know, another one that comes on the radio, it's dumb. It's absolutely dumb. But I, I kind of bobbed ahead a little bit. Wild Wild West with Will Smith. <laughs> well, actually, I just thought of one that could have made my top five for um, for this. But I'll, I'll just put it as an honorable mention. Um, and, and this is going to be 100% of the time I grew up in. Would it? I think it would be considered to be a bit of a hot take to say that I I prefer the Alien Ant Farm cover of Smooth Criminal to Michael Jackson. Good pick. To me, that might be the best cover. That's a good one. Because when someone covers a song, I appreciate it if they do it in a much different way. So and these are two way and they're two way different. Obviously, it's iconic with Michael Jackson, but so I got to ask you on one cover though, Weezer's Africa. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I had, I've had some friends that didn't like it. I don't mind it. I, it's not better than the original, obviously, but I don't mm-hmm. mind it. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a decent job. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, Alien Ant Farm, that's a good one. It's a little faster. Yeah, I like it. Yep. That's a good one. I think you're on to that top five one-hit wonders, though. That Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, for me, just 90s, that is. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'll just go through my 12 Ooh. CDs for a penny list. We, <laughs> were you on Columbia House? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was the era that you had to buy one CD for one song. This is true. Yeah. And then you just had to get some random ones. One of them was That new. was before that was before now that's what I call music came out. They're almost to a hundred. They're over a hundred. They gotta be close to a hundred if they're not. I remember a year or two like having that conversation about those with my sister. So then on the drive home from Thorpe, I just I went to YouTube and found like the, the mm-hmm. list of all the songs from it and just played that. I had one and it had uh Red by Chevelle on there. Nice. I kept repeating that one all the time on there. So all right. That's uh, I think we got it covered now. Everybody can make fun of us, but I like your top five. Make fun of us wonders. in the comments. Yep, and uh, give us other suggestions. <laughs> and give us yours. Yep. Yeah, come on, be honest. We were honest, so you. We can be were. Honest, Dan too. opened up about Nickelback. I angered the entire state of Wisconsin with my Culver's take. I thought you were going to go with a certain beer. I thought about it. I thought that was too obvious. Yeah. I I thought for me that was too obvious. I thought yeah. So that's that's just part of my brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know I'm gonna get flack now, but I don't care. Nickelback's on the radio. I ain't turning it. So, uh, but that's gonna do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Again, appreciate everybody for tuning in, checking us out. Don't forget to give it a five star rating and follow and subscribe so you never miss another episode. And don't forget to send us your top five suggestions. So Brandon and I can do our uh, top fives. We yeah. Might have it a little bit earlier next week, depending on some state basketball. Yeah, it might have to. Yeah, because if I'm if I'm in Green Bay for state girls basketball, I will not be in on next Friday. So, so. that might have to be a Thursday. Yep. Or we save it for, and I can just upload it Friday. Yeah, too. you can do that. Yeah, that Certainly. Way. So, all right, that's gonna do it. Until next time, we will talk to you again on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.